It is indeed our business wrap at the start of this new week and uh, joining me to uh, take a look at the biggest uh, news stories uh, in the world of business that are moving markets and that have tongues wagging on this Monday is uh, Snesipo Maninjwa, who's an independent analyst, market commentator and a CA. And uh, Snesipo, good evening to you and uh, welcome uh, once again to Metro FM Talk. Good evening, Aya. How are you today? I'm good, fam. I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm also good. I'm glad it's a public holiday. Unfortunately, I didn't take you, so alas, here we are. Aight, 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 aight. Congrats once again, of course, on uh, uh, completing that uh, uh, marathon there and that uh, milestone. Props to you, mommy. Props to you. Um, Thanks, friend. You must join me. So wait, you told me. Ah, my yeah, told me. <laughs> The application process, yeah, cool. uh, it was too. Yeah. I, 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 your radio listeners must know that on the 30th September, substitutions close, so you've got a couple of days for someone to give you an entry. So, please, so about right, please, please. From, from your words uh, to the universe, there, I hope people who are not going to be running are listening there so that they can, they can <laughs> put me on, man. They can put me on. Snesibo, talking about uh, the Soweto Marathon, we know one of the uh, sponsors, the longtime sponsors there of road running is Old Mutual. Um, and uh, they. Uh, the saga continues. It seems that uh, that particular soapy is going into another episode now. Uh, the court earlier on uh, today, uh, I uh, guess, uh, asking of uh, Peter Moyer to uh, provide uh, that particular letter. I, we understand that the Council for Old Mutual didn't want that to be accepted uh, as evidence. Where are we with this particular matter? And we do know that uh, Peter Moyer has said after tomorrow's public holiday that Ngolis Tatus are Vuga, Genji Kukukla, and uh, head to his uh, former job and uh, hopefully be able this time around to make it into his office. Hi guys, in all honesty, I'll pay good money to actually be at the offices. But yeah, you know, um, Old Mutual, this thing is actually quite, at this point, it's actually embarrassing. If you look at the Old Mutual share price and just seeing how it has declined, this saga has been continuing, started in May. We are now in September now, heading into uh, October, and we're still we're still at it. The share price when they first started all of this nonsense was hovering around in the twenties. It's now declined now to just close at um, just under twenty rand. The thing it must stop and go go like it's it's embarrassing. They must just settle mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. They must pay him. I'm not that I'm of the opinion they must just pay him. But but do you really think that what Peter Moyer wants here is just the money? Uh, I mean, if if it was, uh, he would have certainly already put an offer down and said, look, let me take this money and leave with my tail between my legs. It's quite clear that uh, he wants a definitive judgment here that not only gives him that that bag, but also exonerates him. Janga, Peter Moyer, I, I keep saying he must rename his name. Just the middle name is Don't Try Me. So we were discussing this with some mates this weekend. I want you to know, do you remember the name Tabo Loti as well as... Uh, yeah, Liberty, yeah. Liberty. He left. Mr. Darfur, Alexander Ford. Mm. He left. What Peter Moy has done has never been done by any other black CEO in financial services. And that is, we are declared the city of no grounds. He's never done it. He's doing it, we are declared. And for that, wonderful man mm-hmm. literally that's exactly what he's done it is unheard of because the truth be told is they had no grounds to fire him in to begin with you do a dc you allow the man to make his representative you go through the motions mm-hmm. why why 
the thing is that they tried him, and from what I understand, they did not see it coming. And the thing with me is that I, I'm a, I think the truth be told is that we can never get over the fact that Trevor Manuel is jointly chair and deputy chairman of Rothschild. That conflict, the mm. fact that that conflict was allowed to... He has his own, exist. yeah, yeah, he has his own. He has his own. That conflict was allowed to arise. You can't... It's like the pot calling the kettle black. Like, so I'm just a lot of conflict. Yes. The thing is that the only difference is that the NMT capital thing was known. And I keep, and I, and I actually refer to the article I wrote. Old Mutual is a founding shareholder and anchor investor of NMT capital. Mm, mm. You must always say it in that precise words. This was not a new conflict. This was not something new. And it was well known. The Old Mutual representative signed the declaration for this dividend to be divvied out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and of course, from, you know, like their they guy... Can't, they can't walk away from that statement. Yeah. You really can't. Yeah, and their so, guy wasn't just some innocent bystander. And Snesipo, for me, you know, uh, the other issue I want us to maybe take a look at here before we go to a brief spot break, and we'll come back on the other side, is, I guess, the, the deafening silence of some of the big shareholders here. And if indeed this third, third uh, court appearance uh, still doesn't fall in the favor of Old Mutual, surely the PIC and Alan Gray and many others who are shareholders in Old Mutual should now be saying, hey... Trevor Manuel, please call time, Papa. No, remember Alan Gray had an engagement with them. Remember, Bona, they had an engagement. We don't know about the guys in Pretoria, but or Alan, they had an engagement, and they said they, the, the, the content of the discussion was not disclosed publicly. However, they had an engagement. It's well known that they had an engagement. Mm. The guys in Pretoria, though, Colomante in Pretoria, I guess we don't know what's going on with those ones, but they're never one to act. They're never one to act. I think the thing with me is that one of the great things about this case is that our companies act in live form. Be declared delinquent. You must be declared. And the thing with me is that, oh, thank you. Oh, no, it's not. Why? Uh, you guys are not worth my life. Because I don't think you guys understand the ramifications of being declared delinquent. If your board of directors, your independent board, is declared delinquent, you need to call a special board meeting, mm. appoint a new board. For the board members themselves, even though we assume they're going to appeal whatever delinquency, if they're, they're held liable for delinquency, is that you have to resign from all your board positions immediately while you fight it. Hmm. So is it worth? That's why I was like, I'm like, everyone is like, why did you resign? I was like, this is not a risk that I'm prepared to take. Yeah, yeah. And it's not about a a division or anything. It's literally self-preservation. You today, you've lost the game. You're going to lose the game because you're going. The letter of the second dismissal letter is going to be called in. You're going to do it again. You're going to keep on. She was like, ah, me, personally, mm. shame. Y'all are not worth it. And, and that's, yeah. Yeah, let's pause there for a second. We'll come back uh, to this particular issue. And uh, it seems uh, we'll also take a look at another, uh, I guess, uh, you know, another unfolding drama, which is that of Blue Label Telecoms, uh, who, uh, as many of you would recall in our conversation last week uh, with Usnesipo, had uh, written down alongside Net One. 
uh, much of the value, or if not all of the value, they'd invested in Salsi. And it seems now that some reclusive property investor all the way out from KZN uh, might be the knight in shining armor. Stay tuned. Six minutes it is uh, now before 8 p.m. here on uh, Metro FM Talk with me, Ayabonga Tawa. We are uh, in our business wrap, and I'm joined by uh, Snesi Pomaninja, who's an independent analyst and market commentator, speaking to us uh, this evening uh, here about uh, some of the uh, news that are certainly moving markets at the start of this new week. Now, one of those, Snesi, was that... um, Trading update uh, coming through from Blue Label Telecoms, uh, which uh, certainly had um, people in the market looking at them more favorably than they did uh, on Thursday when uh, they uh, clearly, I guess, uh, came up and said that they're going to be impairing the carrying value of all of their investments in mobile operator Salsi. Yes, yeah, so basically, our investors have certainty. It's more to do with certainty than anything else because. Mm. Economically speaking, you've just admitted that you've lost 5 billion rand. No one should be smiling at that. So, <laughs> the sun, it's, I think it's just more to do with certainty than anything else. And just seeing that, you know, uh, Selfie is just going to be their problem child. And, yeah, so they, they still claim that the recapitalization project is on track. Whether or not it would actually materialize, ish, I don't know. I don't know. So, so let's, I don't talk, think let's talk so, about it briefly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, let's talk about it here because one gets a sense, uh, certainly from what uh, Herman Kotzer from Net One, which is one of the investors here, said. You know, they believe Celsius' long-term prospects are going to improve uh, once they've been recapitalized, uh, and uh, this planned recapitalization has, as I said before we went to the break, uh, a reclusive property investor from Guazul Natal, uh, one uh, Jonathan Beer, and um, you know, it also has, I guess, on the other tail end. Uh, a deepening of that roaming relationship with MTN, which might mean even after they recapitalize that they're probably not going to go and spend as much on CapEx as uh, they have done historically uh, because they won't, I guess, have to be pitching up their own infrastructure, their own masts and the like. Um, So surely this would be a good proposition for Jonathan or uh, are you suggesting that uh, with all that has happened over the last few days or so or the last while that he might potentially not see this as a favorable proposition anymore? No equity investor has made a return on Salty. What makes Jonathan Bear different? <laughs> Just a simple. Like, it's, been, it's been 17 years now. No one has made yet money. No, no, darling. No. We need to sometimes, we need to be realistic about things sometimes. And for me, um, I think the reason why the market reacted quite favorably to the trading statement update, it was just certainty of knowing that, you know what, it actually can't get worse from here. Hmm. Even though you've lost five billion. So, so Snesipo, you, you, you have already rung, you, you've rung the death now for, for Celsius. Like, it's over. Like, I, I honestly, in its current shape or form, I do not believe that this business is a going concern. I believe that it will continue, but it will not be a viable going concern. You have admitted in 18 months, you have put down the drain 5 billion rand. You say you continue with your relationship with MTN. Why would MTN want to continue a relationship where they're not getting paid, where they've had to take a write-off on you? 
you're saying that the recapitalization, recapitalization will appease the bondholders for now, but you still have bonds maturing in, I think, 2020 and 2021. Um, just need to confirm the um, debt curve. Mm. You, your current, you are losing money in your current business. You are not operationally profitable. What has changed? Remember, the market is reacting to the fact that it can't get any worse. Hmm. Remember, they just said that uh, we have lost $5 billion. It's okay. What we paid 18 months ago, it's gone. Okay, sharp. But they don't talk about the fact that even though there's going to be recapitalization, if it happens, you still have to, you will still be supporting this company out of your own cash flow. You are still needing to provide a balance sheet support. Now, if you look at Blue Label's actual business, if you look at their actual trading thing, their actual, their day business actually does pretty good. Mm. Now, you're taking away management focus from the business that actually is your bread and butter to this little problem child that just arrived 18 months ago. Mm, 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 mm. So, if you, look at, if you look at their, their trading statement, they basically said about 90% of the trading losses the effect on headline earnings come from Celsius. Wow. So, so and, that comes, and that comes from core earnings. Like I said, if you look at, you know, you look at, uh, you know, you, you look at Blue Label itself and you take out Celsius, it's a completely different business. Right. Yeah. So, 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 so as much as that, sometimes I think that there is, I've always said that entrepreneurs, by nature, are delusional. This is levels of delusion because there is... like You can't compete with Intune and Vodacom, mm. number one. So you're never going to get that market share. The market share for you to be profitable is 20%. You're sitting at circa 13. That's a 7% move. That means you need to grow your business by 50%. Mm. So mm. if you're not growing at that level now and you're only growing marginally, there is... We need to be, guys, we need to sometimes go back to e-business mm. fundamentals and not go into the land of hope and delusion yeah. and be honest and have real conversations in that. It, unless ICASA steps in and says and puts a rate at which cell phone networks must charge their data in order to give an opportunity for cell to compete. Because right now, they are unable to compete. And by going to roaming, and I don't think people accept this about roaming, when you're roaming, it's like when you're the stepchild, you're not the real child. You're not going to get all the nice stuff. You're not getting first-class service. You're like, you're eating, but you're not eating, you know, Mm. (laughs) first-class. That's the best way I can describe roaming for people. It's I guess Ansabawel uh, but delusional and still have, uh, you know, uh, uh, the kind of money following me around as an investment proposition. But hey, story for another day. Last one, we, we've got quarterly employment numbers coming out uh, later on this week. Any big expectations there uh, to expect? Uh, least of all, if we look, I guess, at uh, some of the producer inflation numbers and even uh, some of the uh, production numbers that we saw and uh, our output uh, numbers, which came out recently looking much better uh, than what many people had anticipated. I don't think anything's going to be changing much, honestly. I know the numbers are going to come out. Um, I think they're all going to be in line with expectation. I think we're we're in line with where we need to be. Our employment numbers, as you know, are never good enough. Mm. They're never good enough. So I don't expect there to be good news because everywhere you hear and see, it's always job loss after job loss yeah. after job loss. 
So for me, uh, there's just like a better sweet pill. And, and I also find some of these metrics are quite vanity because we understand as black people that the levels of inequality are growing day in and day out. And as much as we can celebrate 8.5% movement, I change in German. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have to leave it there. And uh, I certainly hope that uh, the news comes out a bit more optimistic than you. But that being said, always a pleasure catching up with you. Snezibo Maninjwa, independent analyst, market commentator, and CA speaking to us uh, this evening here for our business wrap here on Metro FM Talk.